Welcome to the 21 News Podcast. I'm Madison Tromler and I'm joined with Kent State University economist and also an environmental researcher, Dr. Omid Bagheri. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So today we are talking about global warming and climate change. Uh, the United Nations released a new report on climate change saying it's a quote, code red for humanity. The report indicates temperatures are rising and the big concern is on carbon emissions. So greenhouse gases like transportation, electricity, burning fuel and things like that. So doctor, we've heard about global warming for years what do you think makes this significant? And what are those little things that we can do every day to help? And how much of a difference do these things actually make? Sure. So as you just mentioned, it's such an important issue. And the reason that it's getting to the red uh, warning is that we are going too far, which is making it too hard to just fix the problem. Now, of course, the main contribution that can help getting this problem under control and making it better should come from governments. And uh, mostly the major contributors to uh, the production of CO2 or carbon dioxide, which are the five countries of the United States, uh, India, China, Japan, and Russia. So these are, the, uh, this is the most important should come from governments. However, of course, every single person has uh, their own role. Now, there are some things that we for sure can do to just play our own ro roles to make sure that the problem is gonna get better at least marginally. Or for instance, I can mention like, you know, we can always try to be more efficient and consume less electricity. The reason that I'm saying consuming less electricity is that as of now, the majority of our electricity is coming from uh, the power plants, which are using fossil fuels to produce electricity. And of course, that is the main, they have to burn coal and things like that. And because of that, a huge amount of CO2 is going to be emitted to the atmosphere. And for instance, what we can do is we can just try to replace our, you know, traditional bulbs with the uh, low consumption LEDs. So by that, we can just reduce the amount of electricity we are using. We can adjust, adjust the temperature of our houses, trying to just, you know, uh, using proper clothing, try not to put too much pressure in that capacity. Many other things that you can do. One of the important things that is adding to the whole uh, carbon uh, trace is transportation. Transportation can include the cars that we are driving to our destinations, our cars every day, or more importantly, travels that we are going using airplanes. I'm sure many of the people know about this, but airplanes are, are among those transportation 
um, things that are producing a lot of CO2. So if you travel to Europe, let's say, you are causing a lot of CO2 being released uh, to the atmosphere. Other, when, when we were going back to our personal daily lives, when we are driving our cars everywhere, if we can switch our cars to electric cars, of course, electricity should again come from some clean sources. But electric cars in general are way more efficient and compared to combustion car, traditional combustion cars, even though the electricity is directly coming from coal, the amount of um, pollution, specifically CO2, is going to be way less. So there are many things that we can do, making sure that at least we are contributing our parts. Yeah, and I feel like hearing these things, you know, we hear recycle and turn off the lights, and these are things that, I mean, I've heard my entire life, and I think a lot of people, and I think there's a lot of people out there that do these things, but maybe if everyone actually took on one extra task like this, how much of a difference do you think that would make? And I know that's just a piece of the puzzle, but as, as far as our own consumer control, you know, changing a light bulb, if everyone were to do that, do you think it would have a really big impact? It would, to be honest, it wouldn't have a really big impact. Because as I said, in order to have a really big impact, we have to first change the technology by which we are making electricity. As of now, fossil fuel power plants are the major source. And unless the governments of especially those bigger uh, countries that are making the majority of CO2 in the whole universe, as long as they are not cooperating with each other and getting to a point that although it's super costly, they bring down the amount of CO2 production by changing the technology to make safer and cleaner electricity, the huge impact we wouldn't see. However, that wouldn't you know, uh, just rule out how important the personal changes can be. Because although that might take some time and because of some political issues and everything might not happen, you know, right away, still by changing our attitudes, by changing our life, uh, the, the way we live and uh, our habits, we can still change so many things. And that is very important. And when you talk about the importance of the different governments in our entire world coming together to make these changes, where does the United States fit into that piece? And what can we do as citizens in the United States to maybe urge our lawmakers? And, you know, without it getting political, what where does the United States fit into this? That's a very good question. Actually, United States is number one in producing CO2 in the whole world. So, and the second, which not much difference, is China. So apparently these two countries, which are not politically that much friendly with each other, should somehow come up to an agreement to make sure that they are reducing. Now, let's talk about United States and how people can cause a change. If you think about different administrations and how each you know, person in charge is politically responsible to the party 
to the group that he's responding to and all that, you should consider that the cost of making these changes is huge. So it is not easy to, and with a low cost, to change some um, major electricity which is being given to the population of the United States or all over the world, change it from fossil fuel power plants to other ones which are, you know, cleaner. It needs a major change with a huge amount of investment and budget. Now, if you think about any administration, if they want to go forward with it and have it done, they need to spend a lot of money. And the money of the governments come from citizens of that country because we all pay taxes and that is the money that is used for government to do anything that they want to do. Now, a huge amount of money being invested in that capacity means a huge pressure on the citizens of that country. And no one would enjoy, yes, if you think about it in the long term, that would be the right decision. And for our children and their children and the next generations to come, they would have an earth to live on. However, temporarily and in the short run, this pressure can be backbreaking for many people. And those people might not be super happy about it. And when people are not happy about one administration or one person or a you know, uh, group of people who are pushing them some pressure, they will have difficulties keeping the office for the next term. That is how this major problem which needs a major amount of money for it to get fixed, keeps going on and not, you know, being solved right away. So it sounds like it's just hard, it's hard to win on either, you know, either kind of the generation now will have to struggle a little bit to make ends meet and make something like that happen. I would imagine, though, there has to be a payoff, which I know you mentioned generations to come. But um, yeah, it doesn't sound like a, it sounds like there's really no way to win. So I can understand the difficulty. But when you talk about those personal things that we could do every day, do, do those things save people money? I mean, I know, I, I think a lot of people, you know, electric cars, they think they're expensive, you know, maybe even certain light bulbs, they just don't switch because people find those things to be expensive. But in the long run, are those things saving consumers money at least? Oh, definitely. Definitely they do. Actually, you know, what every person should do all the time for whatever economic decision they are making is a cost-benefit analysis, right? So one of one colleague of mine recently purchased a Tesla. And I can remember that he was doing a lot of calculations to know how much gas he was, if he wanted to purchase a new combustion car instead of that Tesla, how much gas would be the cost of that car and how much uh, electricity is used for this car for the amount of miles that he's traveling per year and cost-wise, which one is better. And he ended up with the uh, result that the Tesla, although he needed to pay a lot of more uh, money for it now, it would make sense. So at the end of the day, he would win because he can save someone. And in and the long term, it will make some money. And it, it, for example, for 
uh, changing bulbs, you might think, oh, I have to pay, I don't know, this much extra for an LED while this is working and this is cheap. But if you think about, you know, a longer period of time, the amount of electricity that you can save by purchasing something. So this is an investment in other words. This is an investment that you might pay something right now that looks to be a little big and you're not really interested in that. But in the long run, it's going to pay off. And do you know just maybe a ballpark of how much money someone could save by replacing a light bulb or even um, your colleague, you mentioned the Tesla, you know, just curious. Um, I'm sure this in, this information is out there, but how much how much could people be looking at? If they're listening right now. You know, how much money could they really save? Well, it depends. Uh, I cannot give a certain number, but depending on how big their houses are, how much, you know, uh, bright they want to keep their houses during the dark times and, uh, you know, how much their rate of electricity is depending on where they are living, of course, this can change. So it depends on the consumption and, um, you know, the usage and all that, but definitely the amount will be significant. You think maybe hundreds a year or... Can be, can be, especially especially talking about the very traditional bulbs. Uh, They are tungsten and they are using a lot of electricity because the way they work is that uh, is similar to how, um, you know, the iron is working. So they just by getting super hot, they are becoming red and they, you know, making um, the light that brightness that we are using. But the LEDs have a totally different technology, so the waste is way less. And of course, when you are using especially a big number of them, and by replacing those traditional bulbs with the new LEDs and new technologies, you can save significantly. Mm. And finally, uh, we'll leave with this. You're an economist. So from an economic standpoint, do you think that trying to go into the route of you know helping with climate change and global warming and trying to save the earth is that gonna over time help the economy or it are there certain factors i know we already kind of touched on it that it could hinder and where where is the soft spot there oh that is a very good question so think about it we are living in a place that in order to have our markets working, there should be a place for them. We need to be able to leave. We need to be able to have a life so we can go shopping, we can buy stuff and the whole economy can go on. In case, in the long run, by not taking care of this very important problem, the whole earth is in trouble. Let's say floods keep coming, all the different wildfires keep happening more and more frequent every year. Of course, the infrastructure which is affected by it, all the businesses that are affected by it, and all that can put a lot of pressure on any economy. The good thing is the new generation these days are very much aware of the problem. Compared to the older generations, the newer generations are understanding better 
the urge for doing something about the global warming. And because of that, the pressure can be more now by people to their governments to just push this important thing forward. Again, again, talking about the economy, let's say, of course, the shape of the economy will change. That is for sure. We will not, by all the changes being made, of course, let's say the, the market of coal can be affected significantly. So people who might be working in that industry might lose their jobs. But looking broadly, you can see the whole economy getting in a better shape, of course, different, but in a better shape by saving the earth, saving the world, and making sure that the future generations can leave. And those are the demanders of the future markets. Those are the demanders of the future economy. If we cannot have, you know, normal lives, we cannot be normal uh, households to play our roles in the economy. Plus, everything is going to be affected. Everything is going to be super expensive, all the resources, if you do not do much about it. But it's a trans transition. It will be costly, that is for sure. But at the end of the day, we will benefit from it. So really just an investment. And how much do you love your grandkids? I guess you could think of it that way and think of it That's in true. either way. It's going to be expensive, whether we let this ride out and continue to burn fuels or we somehow come together and create a better way to do it that's going to be expensive, but it's going to end up costing us one way or another, it sounds like. That's true. As there is, this, is, this is inevitable. You know, there is no way that we can just ignore this problem. And as you mentioned, and as the report says, we are getting to a point that if we pass it, it might be impossible to fix it. So we have to act right now, and it's already too late. And as I said, it is very important that people understand the importance of this issue, and they put pressure all over the world on their governments, making sure that they are going towards, you know, reducing the amount of CO2 emission in the atmosphere as much as possible. All right. Well, thanks so much for your insight, Dr. Bulgari. I appreciate it. And thank you all for joining us here on the 21 News podcast. And we will see you next time. Thank you.